The following presentation is brought to you by The Mutual Network. Better living through audio. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Audio drama in the age of Arthur. TheTableRound.com Her bosom was more snowy white than the swan that swims in clear sunlight, and never roses were seen so red as her parting lips that their petals spread. The forest flowers made a name, they murmured Alwyn, and she came. Who sees her once cross the forest floor must follow pale Alwyn forevermore. The Immortal Legends of the Table Round Cullach and Ulwyn The autumn approaches and people in the city of Camelot miss their king who had rode out at the beginning of the summer on what perhaps was the grandest adventure of them all. Okay. Well, welcome back. You've been gone most of the summer on that hunting trip. Hunting trip? Is that what the simple folk are saying? It was no hunting trip. It was the grandest adventure I've ever heard of. And I came out of it quite the hero. Really? That seems like quite a boast. I heard you joined the king and his cousin on a boar hunt or something. This always happens. Lancelot steps on a lizard, and the next thing you know, people are writing songs about how he slew a dragon. Gawain kicks a dog and murals are painted of him wrestling a werewolf. But I cross the length and breadth of the kingdom, ride a salmon and battle a giant, and people say it's a boar hunt. (laughs) Did I ever tell you I slew the king of Norway in a single combat? Several times. That's just it. No one seems to care. Now, why don't you have a seat on that barrel and I'll tell you the real story of this summer. It all happened... Well, sir, I'm awfully busy, and they're all these... It all started when that young Welsh lad came to the Great Hall of Camelot, claiming to be the king's distant cousin. Arthur, mighty high king, I thank you for welcoming me to your grand hall. I'm your cousin, Cullock, son of Killick of Wales. Cousin? Arthur has cousins? Distant cousin. Arthur's great-uncle Ambrosius was known to have his... well... Bastards? Yes. Please then, Cousin Cover, sit! Join us for meat and drink. You are welcome in my hall. Nay, sire. I have not ridden here from distant Wales for meat and drink. If you don't want my meat and drink, kinsman, you shall receive a boon. Whatever your tongue may name, as far as the wind dries and the rain moistens, and the sun revolves and the sea encircles, save only my sword, my scabbard, or my extremely useful and handsome and clever brother Kay. Oh yeah, and Guinevere, my wife. Then I ask this boon of you, great chief, and of all your assembled warriors, I ask of Sir Kay, who as all know slew the king of Denmark in single combat, of Bedivere of the one hand, fearless marshal, of Caradoc, short arms, and young Sir Grifflet, I ask it of Gobri, son of Echel, and of Echel himself, and Sir Eric, and King Bagdemagus, 
Broad-chested Shugan, son of Shugnet. Welshmen certainly love lists. How long does he plan to Sir go Bryce on? of the Hill of the Blackfern, and Sir Sagramor of Hungary, and Gawain, mighty Prince of Orkney, Arthur's heir, and Sir Agravaine, and Sir Lancelot du Lac, finest of all knights. I ask of Sir Lucan, and of Penwar, of Cornwall, and Eos, son of Erum, and... And all the rest, yes. Yes. What is it exactly you ask? Um, yes. I wish to ask in your aid of winning the hand of the fair Olwyn, daughter of the giant Isbabaden Penko. A giant? Takes much courage to challenge a giant for his daughter. She must be very beautiful. Perhaps she is. I do not know, for I have never seen her. What? You've never seen her? My mother once mentioned her. And the moment I heard her name, I was in love with her, and would face any obstacle to reach her and make her mine. Oh, sounds magical. We should get Merlin's counsel on this. Sorry, sire. The Archdruid left with Lady Vivian somewhere. Well then, someone go find... Menu. I am here, Arthur King. Ah! Menu, where were you? Well, to be honest, I was hiding behind your throne the whole time. All right, then. Color, are you ready to ride out on adventure? Always. Any ride that takes me nearer to sweet Olwyn. Gawain. Bedivere. Menu. Go, prepare to ride out. And of course, Kay. Dear, brave brother Kay, without whom I would be lost, I cannot overstate your value. You are a wiser man than I, though too humble to ever say so. What? Did the king really say that? So off we went. We journeyed eastward, on until we came to a vast open plain. Once we saw a huge castle. But when we finally reached it, we were in the middle of a flock of enormous sheep. And a giant shepherdess came to speak to us, a span taller even than Gawai. Greetings, shepherdess. Why, hello there, little fellow. Little fellow? Madam, I will have you know this is... Peace, man. Pardon me, lady, but my companions and I seek the castle of the giant Ispadada. And the lovely Olwyn. Her too. Is this castle his? It is. But I do not suggest pursuing the fair Olwyn. And why not? Two reasons. The first, because the giant is cruel and dreadful. My family has served as his herdsman for many years. But whenever he gets in a rage, he eats one of my children. How horrid. Two dozen children down the giant's gullet. The second reason to avoid fair Olwyn is he will never let you marry her. For it is known that when Olwyn gets married, the giant Espadaden shall die. But if I do not wed her, it is I who shall die. You should probably tell her that. Here she comes. She's so pretty. She's breathtaking. She's not bad, I suppose. I... 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 Yeah. I... I'm, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm... Hush, sir. Do not speak. I am Olwen, and I do not know you, but I sense in my heart and deepest places that I will love you always and forever until the end of time. 
or perhaps longer. I see goodness in your eyes and virtue in your hair. Oh, fair Olwyn, I am Kulok, son of Kilik, and you should know I love you as well, for more golden is your hair than the straw on a broom. Your skin is whiter than the foam on a mug of ale. Your cheek is redder than the most painful wound. Your bosom. Your bosom is like two hillocks covered in snow. And doves! Oh, you're as romantic as I dreamt. Like a great love poet. Um, why isn't she a giant? Being a giant passes through the mother's side. Oh, of course, of course. I shall surely die if I do not wed you. I shall die first if I do not wed you. And I should die of grief from your death. And I would die for making you weep. No, I would sooner die. How about no one dies? Let's head up to the castle, talk to your father, and get this all sorted out. I am Arthur, High King. I seek audience with the Lord of this keep. Come out of the shadows. Grant me your daughter, and if you will not give her, you shall receive death. Oh, calm down, lad. Where is he that seeks my daughter? Come hither where I may see you. It is I. You're a scrawny one. But large of heart. <laughs> I think I should make a meal out of the lot of you. Although you will only be a small appetizer to me. Then maybe you should eat my spear! My, my. Your spear bounced right off it. My beard? Yes, harder than iron it is. Well, then I guess I should try again! (laughs) Okay. Stop throwing spears at the giant. Please. Fine. O great giant Ispadadan, my kinsman seeks to wed your daughter. He is a blood relative of the High King of Britain and a good match. May we treat in good faith no more spears and no one being eaten. I must have your pledge that you will not do towards me other than is just. When I have been given what I demand, my daughter you shall have. Sounds fair. Let's hear him out. Name what you will. I will do so. See that yonder vast hill. I require that it be rooted up, and it all be ploughed and sown in one day. And in one day must the grain ripen. Of that wheat, I intend to make food fit for the wedding of my daughter. To be clear, all this I require done in one day. It will be easy for me, although you think it will not be. If you do that, there is yet that you will not do. Honey that is nine times sweeter than the honey of the virgin swarm, do I require to make mead for the feast? It will be easy for me, although you think it will not be. But you must have the picture of Lear, the son of Lyrion, which is of the utmost value. There is no other vessel in the world that can hold this drink. Of his free will, you will not get it, and you cannot compel him. It will be easy for me. Although you think it will not be. Though you get this, there is that which you will not get. I demand the cauldron of Dirnach the steward of Odgar, the son of Ayad, king of Ireland. 
to boil the meat for the marriage feast. It will be easy for me, although you think it will not be. And the giant went on and on with all his demands. What is it with the Welsh and lists? Anyway, we did all that, and then... Wait, what? You managed to do all those impossible things? The field, and the cauldron, and the honey, and all that? Aye, all that and more. But then came the real hard part. Though you did all that, there is yet one more task which you will not complete. I need to shave my beard before my daughter is wed. And only the tusk of the devil boar, Trich Trith, can cut my whiskers. It will be easy for me, although you think it will not be. You keep saying that, but to hunt the demon boar, there is none in the world who can do this, except the huntsman, Mabon Mabmodron. But he was taken from his mother when three nights old, and is not known where he is now, nor whether he is living or dead. It will be easy for me, although you think it will not be. I like this boy. He has confidence. That, or he's a fool. Or both. Hush, the lot of you. No, be gone. Let him not return without the tusk of Trith Trith for my shaving. Good luck, Kulhuch. My soul goes with thee. And mine remains with you. Well, now what? Well, we need to find this great hunter, Mabon, son of Modra. Ah, but where to start? In my not insignificant experience, when you don't know a thing, it is often good to ask. But who should we ask? Let me go talk to that bird over there. He looks clever. Is that fellow mad? Mayhaps. I'd always thought that he was just drunk all the time, but who can tell with wizards? Excuse me, Sir Eagle. Can you help us with something if it's not too much of a bother? How may I aid thee, rat? Oh, mighty eagle of Gwyrn Abwy, do you know us of Mabon, son of Mordren, who was stolen when he was three nights old away from his mother? Hmm. When I first landed here, there was a great boulder in this place, and each evening I would sharpen my beak upon it. Now there is not so much as a pebble left of the boulder. And yet during all that time, I have never heard of the man for whom you so seek. Nevertheless, I will do that which is right, and seek to help the good King Arthur. Ah! Thank you. There are animals who were formed before me, and I will be your guide to the great stag of Redenvir. Well, you heard the birdmen. Let's be off. That sure is one big stag, all right. Great stag of Redenvir, of mighty antlers and fleet hooves. We have not heard of any animal older than thouest. Say, knowest thou of Mabon, the son of Mordra? Yeah, when I first came hither, there was flat plains all around me, one acorn on the earth. That acorn grew to be an oak with an hundred branches, and that oak has long since perished, so that nothing remains of it today but this withered stump. Since that day I've been here, yet I've never heard of this man for whom you inquire. Nevertheless, I will be your guide to the place where there is an animal which was born before I was, the great salmon of Lilindaloo. Thank you, great and wise stag. May your antlers be eternally pointy. 
Oh, salmon of Lilinilu, I have come to ask thee if you know aught concerning Mabon, the son of Mordron, who was snatched from his mother's bosom when he was but a wee naked babby. I will tell you what I know. With every tide I go along the river upwards until I come near to the walls of Gloucester, and there I have found such weeping as I have never found elsewhere. Let me show you. Don't be afraid, men. Everybody on the salmon. Let us ride. This is all very strange. Whoa. Onward! I'm riding the salmon. And up the river we went, until we came to the wall of the prison, and we heard a great wailing and lamenting from the dungeon. We shall free you, Maven, Salmon of Lin Liu. Prepare for ramming speed. And the salmon swam and leapt head first into the great stone wall, shattering it and freeing the great huntsman, Maven. we went to hunt the great devil boar across the three islands of Britain. We pursued him all across Ireland and Tuvik Tuath dove into the Irish Sea and swam to Wales. We, Arthur, and that huge ugly dog of his made chase. At length, when he would have escaped into Cornwall, Maven, son of Mojan, and Arthur fell upon the boar together with the champions of Britain. Chased the beast across the width of Britain, we did, and drove him over the white cliffs of Dover, where the creature died on the rocks. Cole had climbed down and removed the boar's razor tusk, and we returned to the castle of the giant. And there, and there, and there. All done. Are you shaved, man? I am shaved. You look nice. Are any of the marvels yet unobtained? You have done all that I have asked. Is your daughter mine now? She is yours. Thank you, father. Oh, Kulhuk. Oh, Alwyn. Kulhuk. Alwyn. You need not thank me. By my will, you would never have had her. For with her, my life is over. Now, why is that? I really, I mean, you have a bit of a weak chin without the beard, but it's not the end of the world. Well, it's just that... Take that! <laughs> and that's for eating my children, you know, good rotter. <laughs> you God, you sliced his head clean off. I've been waiting years for this moment. Without that cursed iron beard protecting him, it was easy. Thanks for that. I finally have vengeance. My, that was a close shave. Yes, I'll miss that fellow. He was a cut above the wrist. <laughs> well, the giant certainly on a roll. Okay. Friends, could we not jest about the beheading, please? Sorry. Uh, the, the Green Knight, I forgot. Oh, yes, that fellow who's chopping your head off next year. Bad luck, that. Is there anything else you wish of me, Cousin Colour? Alwyn. Ooh, Colour. Alwyn. Alwyn, Alwyn. Alwyn, Colour. Colour. Alwyn. Colour. Oh, Alwyn. Young love. Are we done now, Art? 
Hi. Let's go home. Alwyn. Alwyn. Oh, that's what we did all summer. God's truth, every bit of it, or may I be eaten by a demon boar. Even the salmon? Especially the salmon. You know, I imagine in ages yet to be, when they look back on the golden age of King Arthur, the tale that will echo the longest through time, that will be forever on the tongue of the bard, will be the story of brave Sir Kay and the ride on the talking salmon. Nothing could ever surpass that. It will be glorious. Gwen? Guinevere? I'm home. Gwen, there you are. Oh, Arthur, you're back. I've missed you so much. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was quite... Are you all right, darling? You look like you've been crying. And, and knitting? Are you hurt? No. No, it's just that... I can't knit. You can't knit. I've tried. I'm awful. It's supposed to be a little boot. Oh, yes. Yes, I, I see now. A little boot. Very nice. Wait. Wait, Gwen. Why? Oh. Oh, my. Why are you knitting little boots, Gwen? Artorius Pendragon. Hi, King. You are going to be a father. Hello, this is Rose McCutcheon, and I played Olwyn. The Welsh tale, Colhuch and Olwyn, is one of the oldest Arthurian legends and contains a list of all the knights of Arthur's court, nearly 300 characters from myth, legend, and history, often giving them magical powers. Sir Kay, for example, is said to go nine days without sleep, magically make firewood dry, and grow as tall as any tree. Some of those named are not known from any other tale, a remaining echo of otherwise lost stories. Written by Morgan Z. Soul, produced by Lindsay Smith, post-production by James Payton. Featuring Chandler Walpole as King Arthur, Blair Palmer Lee as Merlin, Thomas McCutcheon as Sir Kay, and T.J. Lloyd as Cullock. Guy the Courtier was Paul Vincent, Menwu the Magician was Toddy Harold, Bedivere was Danny Coles, Gawain was Joe Newbury, and Alwyn was Rose McCutcheon. Your narrator was Nicola Branch. I promise. The chill of the tundra filled his lungs. You promise? Pekra asked. Have I ever broken my word to you? The great Labasu had appeared. The beast turned eastward, brusquely crushing all in its path. Yes, said Pekra. It was a promise when you held my hand. It was a promise when you took me fishing. Kriya shouted. The storm renewed. Hear the thunder, Dume. Soon you will drink deeply of your own blood. I wonder if you will find the taste to your liking. 
It was a promise when we explored the forest together. It was a promise when you took care of me when I was sick. The forlorn came at Matilan slowly. Only their hollowed eyes conveyed their hopes of vengeance. I am the unborn king, and my master is death. All the same promise. What promise? A promise you would not die. This is Fire on the Mound, a podcast novel written by William J. Meyer, read by Steve Rudolph, music by William Seegers. The fire does not come from the mind. Learn more at fireonthemound.com. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bad Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before. Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.